Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. The Athletics Can't Wait Jets podcast, your nonstop shop for all things Jets. Now here are your hosts, Tim McMaster and Connor Hughes. Listen safely. Can't wait. Hey, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. It is Wednesday, November 24. Thanks for watching or listening to Can't Wait podcast. Tim McMaster here along with Connor Hughes and Marissa Morris in honor of Black Friday and Cyber or Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And it was pointed out to me on Twitter that I left out Small Business Saturday. You can get all The Athletic's great writing for just $1 a month for 12 months. Go to theathletic.com slash can't wait before midnight on Monday the 29th. Lock in our very best price of the year. And I mean that. You won't see a dollar a month again until next year at this time if you're lucky. So get take advantage of it this next week. Get all of Connor's writing down the stretch in the NFL season, into the offseason, all that. A year of The Athletic for $12 total. You can't beat it. Um, it has been just over 24 hours since we were last with you on this podcast, but a lot has happened. Connor breaking the news on Tuesday afternoon that Zach Wilson is ready to go. 100%. He'll start on Sunday and, and Connor, it's a good thing because there is a lack of quarterbacks available with the New York jets, QB two and QB three, Joe Flacco and Mike white, both. Oh, hold on. This is, this is the joy of a live podcast. Protocol. We now have a guest. Oh, what do we got? It's fine. Thank you, Danielle. Appreciate it. Oh. I thought it was Connor gonna be, is in his we got our, We've got the credential now in uh for Houston, so we're good to go. I Connor's thought it was gonna be one of your uh fellow writers. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be DJ. Podcast. I'll be honest with you, I was I was very ready for that to be DJ coming in here to say hi. And and I actually made a comment to Costello before we started doing this because the last time we did a show, uh while I was at the facility, I just went in my car. So I popped in the car and and stayed in there. But at that point, you got the questionable Wi-Fi. The phone starts overheating because the sun's baking down. So Costello recorded his podcast a couple of rooms over. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do the same thing here on this one and, and see if it works out. And, you know, we got got 30 seconds in before the knock at the door. But I think we're probably smooth sailing from here on out. All right. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, you can, you can get a great view of, of Connor's beautiful cubicle. Oh, it's uh, better than this. I'll give you I'll give you guys. The I'm show calling around. it a cubby. Well, that's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So you got like the 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 in case there's like emergency TV behind me, I've got a polo and my dress shirt and a blazer. And then you come around here and you got the the Jets logo. And then I've got it's a little messy right oh, now. Wow, but you I got, got some my, picture frames. Wow. Yeah, yeah I got fancy, it. Connor. it. My hey, see it? Yeah, it's real nice. <laughs> it's my it's my other office. We've got a picture, obviously, of uh we got Bree here. We got my uh we got my godson Caden. <laughs> and then uh pictures of obviously there would be we got lucy here and then more of uh Bree, me and lucy so we're all set up and like all my mom too for like christmas for a couple of years in a row kept getting me like office like office toys to add in here so i've got like this random thing you play with to like add like it's like magnetized and a, and a lamp in here and all that stuff so yeah it's, it's a fun little cubicle i spend i spend too much time here very nice. Very nice. All right. Back to the Jets. Um, we said we were going to keep this podcast relatively short, yeah. but we're already doing a tour of, of Connor's cubicle. Right. Uh, back to the Jets, though, Connor. I gave you credit. You broke the story. Um, Thank but you. talk about 
you know, just the situation with the COVID. Luckily, Zach Wilson avoided that. So the Jets have a quarterback uh, on Sunday. But what's going on? Yeah, kudos. The Jets finally had the football gods given one in their favor because he's had all, like, obviously, Zach hasn't been uh, in the quarterback room, all, at least not as often as Mike White and Joe Flacco have because he's been rehabbing his legs. So he's rehabbing. He's not in there all the time. And because he's not in there all the time, he avoided that close contact nonsense. And, yeah, you know, obviously the Jets had a quarterback come down with COVID. It's been out there already and reported. You know, Mike White got COVID. Joe Flacco is unvaccinated, doesn't have COVID. But he was a close contact to Mike White, so he's out. The Jets are still – we talked to Robert Sal a little bit ago, and the Jets are still holding out hope that there's the possibility that Joe Flacco could be ready to back up, although it's probably unlikely to back up Zach Wilson. I think he needs – because he's unvaccinated, if I'm not mistaken, and the Jets are supposed to get clarity for, for us on this momentarily, he needs five negative tests or something like that between the close contact and Sunday in order to play because he's unvaccinated. Um, it's just a matter of, is he going to get those in time? But yeah, I mean, the, the positive of this whole thing is that Zach Wilson's back. Um, it's probably going to be Josh Johnson backing him up because Mike White's obviously out because he tested positive for COVID-19. And then obviously Joe Flacco is a close contact. So, and because he's unvaccinated, he's dealing with a bunch of the, uh, the, ramifications of, of what he's got to deal with with that and you know the one thing i real quick before i know we're gonna start talking about zach here but i did find it interesting that we talked um or robert sala was asked in, in the press conference basically if he had any regrets at all or, or if he weighed the risks of trading for joe flacco giving up a draft pick for a quarterback that they knew going in was unvaccinated because obviously when you're unvaccinated there's a lot of things that you've got to deal with and, and there's a lot of additional hurdles that you have to overcome if things like this happen. I mean, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID-19. He tests positive for COVID-19. It's a mandatory, what is it, like 10-day absence? So it's taking him out of game, game and a half. You know, when if you're vaccinated, you get two negative tests and you can play. So Sala told us that there was no, he doesn't believe there's any risk when you can get a quarterback like Joe Flacco. Um, he said he called him a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, a veteran quarterback, when you can get him for a sixth round pick, which the Jets believe end up being back the number of draft date or something like that. There's no risk to it at all. But obviously the risk that you are seeing is what the Jets have right now, which is that they're probably going to go into this week with Josh Johnson backing up Zach Wilson because of COVID. Before we get to Zach Wilson, the chat is very unhappy that you don't have a picture of me and Marissa in your cubicle. You guys got to send me yeah. one. Or we'll That's take one enough. at, um, yeah. What yeah, about we'll, the one from the golf course this summer? Just put that one up. Dude. Oh yeah, that is a good, yeah, it's yeah. a good idea. I forgot about that. I forgot we have that picture together. Yeah. I'll do I think that like, one. uh, that like, uh, eight, eight, 24 by 18 inches on the Oh, wall. just replace the Jets logo here. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll replace the Jets logo with the picture of the three of us. Yeah. They'll love that. All right. As far as Zach goes, obviously it's been a while since he's played last time he played, he wasn't very good, but we've talked about like, Oh, he gets to watch the offense be run well. And what can he learn from that? Now we're going to find out, right? I mean, this, I feel like the Jets season has been in limbo now for like a month since he got hurt. Yes, we get to see Elijah Moore have a great week. That's exciting for the future. But now it's like, okay, let's get back to building this team the way we want to see it built, see this quarterback develop, and we can start seeing that again this week. Yes, yeah, I actually the lead to my column that I'm I'm working on now just to to run. I think we're we're talking to Zach Wilson today. Obviously, we talked to Robert Salas. So we'll have a column up on the athletic momentary or before the end of the day. Uh, just kind of summarizing all this, but my lead for that column was just, you know, the, the Jets season is kind of back on track after that brief detour down, you know, exit MW5, you know, Mike White 5 is is the exit. You like that? You like that, Marissa? I think I was pretty, pretty close. Good. I, I wrote that. Like Creative. Pretty, pretty yeah, I kind of like that. For a month, you can get that sort of writing. At yeah. the oh, there's another. I had a good, I got a, I had a, uh, yeah, that, yeah, there's a couple that I've been having some fun with lately, but 
Yeah, I mean, you're right. The, the fact is, is that when you draft a quarterback as early as the Jets drafted a quarterback, the entire season becomes about that quarterback. You know, it, it wins and losses don't matter. Honestly, I, I know you people love Mike Carter and they love Elijah Moore, but they don't matter nearly as much as the quarterback because when you have a quarterback in the NFL, you have everything. And when you draft a quarterback as early as the Jets drafted a quarterback in today's NFL, it's about getting him up to speed as quickly as you can get him up to speed because then you can take advantage of the second most valuable aspect of having a young quarterback that's ready to be a franchise quarterback. And that's that you don't have to pay him money because he's on his, you know, the, the, the wage scale, the rookie wage scale. So you've got a franchise quarterback on a rookie quarterback for four, potentially five years, and that's extremely beneficial to a team. So it's all about getting that quarterback, the quarterback you draft, the quarterback you invest to, to a state where you can win with him while he's still on that, on that rookie contract. And, that's what this season was about when the year began, developing, assessing, and analyzing Zach Wilson and getting him to play some pretty good football and, and building up that hype and optimism heading into 2022. And now, after that brief detour of the injury and the Mike White sanity and thinking, oh man, did the Jets just find Tom Brady 2.0, you're back to your regularly scheduled programming, which is that Zach Wilson is back in this lineup. Zach Wilson is starting again. Zach Wilson received full medical clearance Tuesday. Uh, to Monday night, Tuesday morning is when he received full medical clearance. So he's out there good to go. And lucky for him, he's not exactly playing the cream of the crop in competition with the Tennessee Titans, you know, traveling to Houston to take on the Tennessee Titans. So this is, a, a, as you said, kind of a writing of the ship and, and getting the season back on track, because once again, all eyes are going to be focused on number two in the backfield and, and what he's doing week in and week out. So what do you expect to see? I mean, uh, there could be rust, obviously. It's been a while. But then again, the rust might just be that he's struggled and he's continuing to struggle. So how do you go about grading his performance this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, hmm, that's a good one because you have to take it into – and I actually asked this about – I asked this to Robert today because I, I find it fascinating to watch how this one's going to plan out because, look, I mean, the Jets believe that Zach – is going to be a better quarterback now having watched, you know, because the one thing that, and we've, we've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast where it's, they wanted him to play boring football. They wanted him to take what the defense gave him. They wanted him to be first read, check it down, first read, check it down, first read, check it down. If you have to pull out the hero ball, use it as like a last resort, use it as that gold pitch, use it as the one that when, when all else fails, you can go to that and make some magic happens, but you can't rely on that magic. But when Zach played that hero ball style in high school and he played that hero ball style in college and then he comes to the NFL, it's tough to just say, OK, I'm going to completely change the way I played football my entire life. But the Jets hope now, having sat back, having watched, having seen Mike White play boring football and have success, Josh Johnson play boring football and have success, Joe Flacco, to some extent, play boring football and have success, that now Mike White or I'm sorry, Zach Wilson can go out there with immensely more talent than Joe Flacco has right now. And more talent than Josh John and Mike White have right now and take that boring style of football and take it to the next level and do that and have success and start moving the football up and down the field. And Sala said to us today that that he feels like Zach was transitioning towards doing that, that the Jets saw him from that first game against the Panthers to the last game that he played against the, the New England Patriots. They felt like he was getting better week in and week out, day in and day out and, and getting towards the point of breaking out. In fact, he said, I think Salah's exact words were that he felt Zach Wilson was getting ready to quote pop off against the Bills and or against the the Patriots. I'm sorry, and then he hurt his knee, and obviously we haven't seen him in a month. So you take that expectation, you take the fact that okay, he sat and watched, he's seen how this offense is supposed to run. He's now fully healthy. You want to get him back in there. He was he was starting to play some really good football before the injury, and you expect him against the bad Texans team to go out there and play some really really good football. Maybe not perfect, but really good football. 
but you say that, but then you also have to reel it back in because at the end of the day, this is a kid that, yeah, he was starting to do some good things before the injury. He still wasn't doing great things. He still wasn't playing great football. He was still struggling. He was still one in five as a starter, completing what was it under 60% of his passes had like a 63 quarterback rating leading the league in interceptions at the time that he got hurt. You still have to take that into consideration that that's the type of play he was playing before the injury. Then he misses an entire month with an injury. So I don't know if he's still 100, 100%. I don't know if he's fully trusting it yet. He's going to have to take some hits and feel right to feel really get back to where he was. But even then, you're a young quarterback who doesn't have any experience, a rookie quarterback who now just has to go back on the field after missing a month of action and, and pick up right where he left off. So I think this is a, a good landing spot, which we talked about yesterday when we did the show, that, that this is probably the best landing spot that he could hope for because it gets a little bit tougher against a decent Eagles defense and a good Saints defense in the coming weeks. It was going to be harder last week against the Miami Dolphins, even harder the week before against the Buffalo Bills. So this game against the Texans is the easier game for you to jump back in the deep end in, but you're still jumping back in the deep end after not doing anything, after not playing a game in a month. And and for that reason, I think uh, expectations should be tempered some. And and I'll be completely honest with you guys. The one thing that I'm fascinated to see play out here, and, and this was the question that I asked Sal, and he downplayed it. He said he's not concerned with it at all. But Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Ryan Griffin, the offense, the defense, they've seen this offense work over the last four weeks. They've seen it work with absent the Bills game. They've seen it work with Mike White. They've seen it work with Josh Johnson. They saw it work with Joe Flacco. So they've seen this offense go out there. And in some cases, against some decent teams against the Bengals, Colts, and, and Dolphins, who are now won three straight and playing some okay football. But they've seen this offense that was so bewildered, so anemic, so inept at times those first six weeks look really, really good over the last four games. If Zach Wilson goes back out there at quarterback, and Zach Wilson struggles, and the offense struggles, and they start to stutter, and they start to have hiccups, and they start to not look anything like they did the last four weeks when this was going well, how will the players react? Will it be like, maybe this isn't, what are we doing again? Why, why is it like, will there be any issues? And Salah's not worried about it. He downplayed it. I'm sure when we talk to Zach Wilson later today, he'll downplay it and not say anything about it. But in my opinion, I think it's something worth watching here against the Texans because, again, these are players that want to have success. These are players that want to enjoy positive Sundays. And they have had that, at least offensively, the last four weeks. If it goes back and Zach Wilson goes out there and it's back to square one, I just could see it being a tough pill for some people to swallow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you'd think they're smart enough to realize, like, hey, this is the plan. This is the way it has to go. But that doesn't necessarily, if your numbers aren't, you know, Flash yeah. Moore suddenly not getting as many targets. Like, it's a completely exactly. different thing. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, All I right, mean, let's take a short, again, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, though, too, like, the one thing, too, is like Elijah Moore has erupted over the last month. He's he, he's playing the type of football, and we talked about this yesterday. He's playing the type of football that we saw in organized team activities, mini camp, and training camp. The guy that developed all that reputation, the one told me that he had written on his mirror the numbers from Justin Jefferson's rookie year to say, I want to replicate that. I want to be rookie of the year. Like that's the kind of hype he was doing. And it was justified hype with how he was performing OTA's mini camp and before that injury in training camp. And he struggled and didn't make an impact those first few weeks. He was open at times. Zach missed him. He was open at times. Zach didn't go to him. Zach leaves the lineup. And Elijah Moore stays in and you bring in Mike White and you bring in Joe Flacco and you bring in Josh Johnson. And suddenly Elijah Moore starts looking like the player that developed all of that hype in the offseason. 
right? And and Salah said to us, you know, Elijah Moore is not getting better because Zach's not getting out there. It's Elijah Moore is getting better because Elijah Moore is playing better. And I get that. But at this time, if Zach's back out and suddenly his numbers start dropping, Corey Davis's numbers start dropping. I mean, it's it's worth a it's worth to it's it's again it's something to watch. It's it's something to keep an eye on, and and maybe it's much ado about nothing. Maybe it is a lot to do about a lot, but we'll see. And and the only way you're going to see is when this game kicks off uh, in Houston in a little bit. All right, we need to get to our picks. We're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving food as well. Lots to go still, but we're going to take a short break here on the Can't Wait podcast. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. All right, back to football and a bigger picture football, Thanksgiving football. Let's talk about it. Um, you know, you get up in the morning, you eat your magic spoon, you get ready for mm -hmm. turkey, you have some hors d'oeuvres, you have the turkey, all that stuff. But then there's the three football games. We're going to talk about them, break them down, make some picks here. Uh, we'll go one at a time. Uh, the first game of the day, 1230 Eastern time, Bears at Lions. You know, it, it's amazing to me after all these years, the tradition of the Lions playing on Thanksgiving that the NFL was never like, they're always terrible. Why do we still have this team playing every year on Thanksgiving when they're just awful? Now, that said, they do tend to play kind of entertaining games on Thanksgiving, so maybe that's what it is. But, Connor, this one's its the best spread, I guess, the closest spread of the three games, but Bears at Lions doesn't really get me excited. Um, I think I will go Lions because... I feel like there's always an advantage to being home on Thanksgiving where the other team doesn't really want to fully be there. Yeah. Do we know, do we know is, is Jared Goff playing or is he out? It was potentially that he was going to actually play. So okay. um, I think yesterday there was like a 60% chance that he would play. Um, but to be fully honest, I was driving back to Jersey all morning, so I've not seen. Why were you tracking Lions injury reports? Was it for this? Well, I recorded the athletic football show. And we, uh, if you want to hear our full preview with Sheil and Nate and Robert Mays, um, it's out this morning. So we had that discussion last night on the pod. So um, I think there's a chance that Jared Goff will play um, or else it's Tim Boyle. Okay. Can I but do the line didn't change much with that news. So these no, picks don't I, count. I, these picks don't count for true. our competition. So don't, you don't need an asterisk. Just true. Okay. okay. Cause I was going to say if Goff's in there, I really, I kind of want to grab the lions. Yeah. Like I really do. Like I did this once before when they played the Eagles. And I was like, I think this is the week where the Lions get their first win. And the Eagles won by like 40 points or something like that. But I think for this one, I, I if if Jared Goff plays, is that's going to be Goff Andy Dalton, right? Because isn't Justin Fields hurt? Or am I wrong on that? Yeah, it's Dalton. Yeah, so I, I think I'm going to go. I would go Jared Goff over Andy, Andy Dalton. going to go out there and kind of flow around. Lions have played some close football games. I actually kind of like the money line a little bit. So for my one this week, I think I think I'm going to go as long as Jared Goff is playing. 
I'm going to go with the Lions plus three. And actually, in real life, I'm probably going to snag that money line and see if I can, uh, can't can try to make back all the money I've lost so far this year. Marissa, what do you think? I think Matt Nagy is going to be coaching for his, I mean, his, well, his job for the rest of the year. So um, there was a lot of reports about that today. So I don't know. I'm, I'm going bears with this one. All right. Up next, 430 Eastern Raiders at Cowboys, minus seven and a half Cowboys. Um, I always just lean towards the home team on Thanksgiving in general, but this one especially, I know I wish it was seven or six and yeah. a half. The seven and a half is tricky, but I'll still go Cowboys. I think you're going to see that change pretty quick because I'm actually looking at this on DraftKings and the Cowboys uh, minus seven and a half is plus 100. So it's almost even money there and compared to minus 120 if you're taking the seven and a half. If you're going off that spread, though, I, I'm 100% in on the Raiders. I just If the Cowboys don't have C.D. Lamb, they're not going to have – like C.D. Lamb didn't practice yesterday. They're already out Amari Cooper. The Cowboys are the better team, but the Raiders tend to play teams tough. And, and I think that the Raiders are a little bit better than I expected them to be, considering all the drama that they've dealt with with Gruden and that corner that they had to cut and then Henry Ruggs and all that stuff. Like I, I thought that would just be a team that just started spiraling out of control. But they're, they're still playing some pretty tough football. I love the Raiders at seven and a half. Just I think this could be a touchdown game, a six-point game, a five-point game. Seven, I feel completely different. I'd probably go Dallas, but at seven and a half, I think Dallas wins the game, but I think the Raiders can cover this one at plus seven and a half, especially if C.D. Lamb doesn't play. Marissa, seven and a half. That's the line on Bet MGM. What do you think? Uh, I, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game by a lot. I'm going Cowboys. Bold, okay. No, no question there. All right, and then yep. the nightcap. Done. The Bills, <laughs> the stumbling, bumbling Bills right now, yeah, who are really? no longer even in first place in the AFC East, uh, visiting the Saints. Saints at home, plus five and a half. Well, Connor's it's a big one Saints of those fan ones if right. you listen to last week's episode. so Yeah, we, we know which way he's Bills. going. I'm going to go Saints. Just, I mean, the Bills have burned me two weeks in a row, I think, but I'm going to go Saints anyway. What yeah. is that? Yeah. Spread? Five and a half. Six. Oh, you have it at five and a half. I got it at six. Five and a half it's on five, MGM, Connor. So. Down. Um, uh, wow, so that means Saints. people are hammering the Saints right now. Yep. Wow. Go ahead. Are you? Wow. Uh, me. Okay, I'm just going to go with the Bills just because I, I think that they're okay. due for a breakout. I mean, there, there's only so many times I think Buffalo can get smacked in the face before they're like, all right, I, their playoff hopes aren't slipping away. But, I mean, home field is, is pretty important here. Having a high seed is pretty important in the playoffs this year more than ever, ever before. And I don't think the Bills – one of them run the risk of going on the road to Kansas City if the Chiefs keep rolling. I don't think they want to run the road to go, uh, going on the road anywhere. I mean, they're a different team at home than they are on the road. I know the Saints are at home and things like that, but the Bills are kind of more of like that high-powered throwing offense now. I don't know where. I mean, they're not running the football. They want to throw it to Sanders. They want to throw it to Diggs. They want to throw it to Knox. They want to have Josh Allen, MVP candidate, until the last couple of weeks, really air the ball out. And I think playing in a dome in New Orleans can help them out there. So I think this is going to be the the get right game for the Bills for a while, and you're going to see them take off. So if that's five and a half, I like it a lot. If it's six, I like it a lot. I don't like if it gets to seven, seven and a half, like that. Cow take Bills minus five. Marissa, I I hate to agree with Connor, but I think he's right with this one. Um, those words are very like hard great. to leave my mouth, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go Bills. I think uh, after I think the past two game two two of three, they've not really. Their offense is, has not really shown up, but I think uh, we will see it tomorrow night. 
I feel like we're all going to have, well, we can't all have great weeks because we went against our, each other, but uh, because these don't count, I feel like we're, our picks yeah. will be better in general. Um, yeah. All right, we're going to step away one more time. We will be back with more Thanksgiving chatter. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, it is the busiest travel day of the year right now. I think Wednesday, Marissa dodged all that traffic by leaving Cleveland before the sun came up this morning. She yeah. is, I'm not going anywhere because of the uh, the baby, so I'm good. And Connor has to worry about football season and traveling with the Jets. So I think we're all in good shape as far as travel goes. But um, Thanksgiving is, I think, for all of our families, a big holiday. It's not for everyone, but the food is the big thing, right? And so let's just, I figure we toss it around, like favorite food on the table for Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know if you can pick one, Connor, but you are the man with the press box food power ranking. So what do you think on yeah. Thanksgiving? What's number one? My favorite still like my mom's homemade stuffing and she does, she does it like when it's baked. So it's in like the, the baking pan and you kind of cut it up like a piece of cake. So I, my, my favorite is my mom's homemade stuffing. Give me the mashed potatoes and then sweet potatoes with like the brown sugar pe pecan crust. Those you put three the, like the uh, marshmallows on the, on that. No, so we, we do. No, the, we I, do the sweet potatoes with the brown sugar and then marshmallows melted on top. I could do that because I, I love marshmallows. My mom and sisters don't like marshmallows, though, so we don't do it. And, and so we're going there for that. But what I am doing this year, again, this is so I did it for Easter last year because we're not big ham people. So we just basically do Thanksgiving again for Easter. See, I'm the opposite. I would rather a ham than the turkey. 100%. I will um, have like a little piece of turkey tomorrow and I will have a bigger piece of ham. I like the ham. Really? We don't yeah. do that. But we're doing I'm doing a, a deep fried turkey. So the deep fryer came in the mail yesterday. Got my uh, many quarts of it's a 30 quart deep fryer. So I'm setting that up outside and, and I'm going to deep fry a turkey. And I'm, I'm very, very excited for that. My buddy, uh, my buddy Rodney does it all the time. He's an incredible. He's a really good cook. He does smoking, grilling uh, and, and deep frying. And, and this he's given me all the instructions, you know, and, and so I'm ready. Injecting the turkey with like a butter garlic juice and, and we're going to we're going to rock and roll. So I'm, I'm very, very excited to do the deep fried turkey again. So if Connor ends up on the IR and cannot cover, yeah, yeah, I'm cooking too. the, uh, my, my, uh, wife's mom and dad are, are coming up. Uh, it would have been that side of the family's turn for Thanksgiving. So they came up to spend the first Thanksgiving with Ailey here. Um, I'll be cooking the Turkey. So we'll see how that goes. I did it two years ago. It came out good. So Roasted. we'll see if I can rekindle that. My favorite food though, 
like you, Connor, it's stuffing, but it's actually, yeah. it's not my mom's, it's my godmother's, um, which I didn't even experience until when I was living in Pennsylvania. That's where she lives. And I would go to her house on Thanksgiving because yeah. I didn't have any other family. Um, but it's a, it's a bread stuffing, but it has sausage in it. So it's like mm -hmm. there's sausage and onion and bread and all the That's seasoning. That's my mom's. Yeah. It's it is it. Is it's it like literally cake, like, like a meal. Like, like I could eat, I could yeah, I could just eat that yeah. as a yeah. meal. Like Same day thing. After That's day. ours. Ours has the sausage and the onions and all that, the uh, seasoning all in with the bread. Yeah. But it, it's baked, right? So it's it's not in the turkey's yep. butt. It's like right. baked. No, like it's no. baked and you should not do that, I don't think, because that's how Michael got uh salmonella yeah don't year. have they said it says that if you look if you google yeah. like stuffing in turkey it's like no yeah don't, <laughs> don't do that yeah yes michael michael's whole family and extended family got very very sick one year because they cooked Ugh. it in the raw turkey and yeah it did not it was he's still a little scarred from thanksgiving i mean he'll still eat his turkey and mashed potatoes and everything you know he is an offensive lineman, but <laughs> that did really Does hurt he get me. his own turkey or ham? Or... So he will have practice tomorrow and the team gives him a nice meal. Oh, and right. All that. He's not with you. Yeah. You're, you're yeah um, oh, so you're not then, with him? No, I'm home. He wanted me to come home. I My, my mom hosts Thanksgiving and um, I have like 50 of my cousins and their kids coming. So I will be seeing him on Sunday. Um at the Raven Baltimore, uh, the Browns are playing the Ravens. So I'm going to drive down for that. Yeah. So, and then next, Ooh, are week you going down to Baltimore week. and then driving to Cleveland? No, next week says bye week. So I am in oh, Jersey okay, cool. for the week. Yeah. But, um, he wanted me to come home cause he has stuff half the day. And then our gracious friends on the team that are having a little dinner are going to host him at night. So, uh, cool. shout out to my girls, Mary and Emily for, uh, having him do that. Last so. names. Um, Emily is Emily Forbes and uh, Mary is Blake Hans's girlfriend. So gotcha. they're, they're my sweet friends on the team. And uh, Connor begging they, for name yeah. drops. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got to hear. I got to hear. We, we, I got to know who Michael's hanging out with. <laughs> Offensive <laughs> lineman. <laughs> all right, Marissa, but, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Um, I'm all Maybe. mashed potatoes. Like, yeah. So obviously, <laughs> no you know, food. having celiac. There's a lot of things I can eat on Thanksgiving. And, you know, I can't obviously have a biscuit. Can't really have stuffing because that's bread. But um, so they you, you can make gluten-free stuffing. But mashed potatoes, corn. My aunt makes this broccoli salad that has, like, bacon. And oh, I have one more. Cheese. I have one more. Um, that's that. really good. Um, and then my, my mom went to the gluten-free bakery for me and got me a, you know, gluten-free apple pie. And so – it's just a little different than what everyone else has, but it's still very good. So I'm excited. Bree makes uh she Bree's working Thanksgiving. So we're we're also now married. So we have to figure out how we're doing this splitting up. So like we're doing yeah. we're hosting my mom and sisters on Christmas Day, but Christmas Eve, we're not going to my family's anymore. We're going to like her family's because her mom's a nurse as well. So she's home. But Bree unfortunately is not gonna be a part of Thanksgiving because she's working at Chop. Mm. But she uh Shout she out to all makes... the doctors and nurses and healthcare yes. people that Absolutely. miss the holidays to take care of everybody. Yeah. So she uh, she makes this broccoli and Velveeta. It's like mm -hmm. broccoli, then it's topped with like a Velveeta cheese, like mixed inside with graham cracker crust on the top. It is awesome, and she always makes it like I like it. So I'm not I'm not a huge cheese person. So if there's too much cheese, I gag. Like it needs to be like even like sandwiches, like thin layer of cheese, eggs thinnest layer of cheese it can't be like you bite in this gob of cheese it makes me want to throw up so brie makes it with the perfect amount of Velveeta, 
even though it's not really real cheese, but the perfect amount of Velveeta where it's not gaggy. It's more broccoli with a touch of Velveeta in the grill. It's just, it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm going to miss her. Oh, well, shout out, shout out to all, all those working on Thanksgiving. We appreciate everybody that uh, does all the, the hard stuff so we can all enjoy the holidays with our family. Sure. All right. I think that does it for, for the Jets talk, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Connor, get moving. Uh, I did want to say a shout out uh, as we say goodbye uh, to the best dog in the world. Aww. If you want to bring Aww. up a picture, I got it. Rufy, we say goodbye to him on Monday. Oh, uh, <laughs> he was the best. We'll leave it at that. Talk to you next time on Kick on Camera. Hey, football fans, this is Diana Rossini from The Athletic. Get the top stories in pro football snapped directly to your inbox with our latest NFL newsletter, Scoop City. Jacob Robinson and I will bring you the daily scoop of top NFL articles, posts, and podcasts every Monday to Friday. Sign up for free now at theathletic.com backslash scoop.